0: this is a presentation of dawn forge
1: productions
2: you're listening to all things azeroth episode 711 shadows unleashed for real this time Today's sponsor is Audible. Give a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly $500,000 to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash ExpressATA 2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azra. Now we present your awesome hosts the always stalwart and honorable Maidros, the commander of the Fell and master of demons, ben Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Ali. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet, just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the World of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things the your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host Medros, and with me I have Allie. Hey, Allie.
1: Oh, hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. How you doing? I am here, and I'm surviving. We'll just we'll just go with that. Eh?
2: We will applaud you for your hereness <laughs> and your
1: survival. You know, sometimes that's that's what you got. I'm also
0: going to applaud you for the use of a that you're really living up to that honorary Canadian label we've
1: given you. <laughs> like
2: that and of course that was toasty hey toasty
1: uh hey
2: how you doing bud
0: i'm doing i'm doing okay uh i'm nice and recharged i had all of last week off from work and you know i i i then took that week the week that was originally going to be spent streaming every day because shadowlands i took that opportunity to not be at my computer at all pretty much for most of the week so, it was just nice and relaxing. I spent a lot of time with Tonks and all that. It was, it was a good time. Aww. You
2: know, sometimes when when the world turns to something that um, sounds like bit, uh, you just need to just unplug.
0: Yep, and that's exactly what I did. It was a good time. I, I fully endorse anybody who chooses to step away from being perpetually connected to everything for if you have the opportunity to do so.
2: Definitely. So, uh, how was your week in WoW overall? Um... For the times that you did play?
0: So I only really played over the weekend, and over the weekend, I... Um... What did I do? I... Leveled up my... Oh, what did I level up? I know I leveled up something. Oh, I can't remember which tune I got to 50 this weekend. (laughs) I got a tune to 50. I'm pretty sure it was my monk. Like 99%. Yeah, it was my monk. My monk, I got up to level 50. Uh, And after that, I, I, for some reason, got it into my head that I wanted the heritage armor. For all the alliance races that I've got level capped characters of so I you know after I figured out where to buy a Gilnaeus Tabard because like the only place I remembered to buying it was in darnassus and then I remember that I can't really do that anymore uh, once I figured that out I uh, spent a good chunk of time going through a bunch of BC dungeons that awarded rap so I can also get Gilnaeus rap uh, got about halfway through honored for I stopped, and uh, now I'm now I'm facing that decision of what to do with all these experience and rep buffs that are happening in live right now. Because like I've got the hunter I want to level up, and I've got the worgen that I want to do rep grinds on, It's the whole thing, and I don't know what I want to do. But yeah, that was my weekend. Well, WoW.
1: what about you, Ellie? Well, like many people. I had taken a couple days off for Shadowlands and it's very hard to take time off with my work. So we decided just to go ahead and keep it. My husband took the time off. We kept it just a couple staycation mental health days, which was much needed. But what was nice is that during that time we actually got a chance to play together, which we don't always get to do. So we rolled up a couple Hordes to go through Exile's Reach together. Mostly for the transmog, because while they may be simple pieces, the quality of the transmog coming out of Exile's Reach is really nice. And I want to get it for each armor set. So we did that, but we also went exploring. We went just swimming out at the sea. And it's, I kept expecting to hit like an invisible wall, but we didn't. Like We ended up going over, like up off the map, all the way around the island, back down the other side. And we did eventually hit fatigue because in the distance we saw an island that actually had structures on it. So we're like, oh, what's over there? We're just having fun exploring. Just not quite questing, everything, just exploring and having fun, which was really nice. There, there was fatigue and we couldn't get over there. Apparently, someone I forget for life me who it was was able to get over there through corpse hopping, basically. And it's some elven structures, kind of like from Sir Mar kind of style. Um, so, that was neat. So a couple of neat little art assets that seem to be actively put there like a little campsite and a couple other things here and there it makes me wonder if down the road they're going to either add more or if there's gonna be some new secret that's a part of it maybe I don't know
2: where where was this again
1: exile's reach okay like there is there's, and- there's a whole kelp forest under the ocean, like there's details put in there, like off of the map.
2: Mm. So it was okay, just where you know, are we supposed to be on the map? Like where?
1: I in the world is supposed to be. Don't know off the top of my head. To be completely honest, the the kelp forest is for our eventual well. Yeah,
0: the kelp forest is for our eventual playable Naga. Just you wait. Like that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, they they previously cited the lack of being able to wear pants and boots for Playable Naga. And now I will simply point you at the who who wear neither. True, true. So, Playable Naga.
1: (laughs) That's the obvious
0: progression here.
1: Obviously. But it was a lot of fun, and we also... Did a little bit of beta together because he hasn't done Torghast yet. He finally got into beta recently and then didn't really play it a whole lot. So we went through the opening quest line and opened it back up. And I got to go on his first couple of Torghast runs, which was a lot of fun because Torghast is a lot of fun and got to show him, you know, making legendaries and whatnot. So that was, that was pretty great. And I got to run Torghast more, which... I always love and I got to do all as a shadow priest just to continue getting a feel for the changes and I'm still very happy even with, you know, a couple of tweaks they've done here and there, a couple of mini nerves here and there, still really happy with it. And I did a little more questing for two sides of every tale. I'm getting there. Did some streaming for it yesterday and finished up most of Nazmir. And after the stream, just to kind of unwind a bit, I ended up doing um, the Darkshore Warfront. So making progress there, which feels good. I'm hoping to get that done before Shotlands drops. So that's that's my thing. But now that we have all this but all these buffs from the anniversary and Dark Fair and stuff, I have a monk I made on dollar, and I want to go play. So, I I don't know what I'm going to do this week. <laughs> I'll get back to it on that next week. But as a quick little follow up, Mejos, do you remember a couple weeks ago we talked about if you still shoot wands if you're you know have one yes. equipped? I tested it, and you do. If if you're if you're at range and you auto attack while having a wand equipped, you still shoot out. A wand right. animation.
2: But so if the, you have it transmogged into something else, it doesn't place you.
1: Um I don't know.
2: <laughs> Allie. Because I I, on, I have it. hear
1: I have it transmogs I have it transmogged as another wand. Cause I haven't changed my transmog since I got into PTR, or not PTR, sorry, uh, pre patch. Okay. So, so we need to have you sit down week. with
2: our uh, QA expert, uh, Toasty, to uh, learn the proper process of QAing things here. Come on. Well,
1: I didn't know that was something that was wanted to, that, you know, that I didn't know that was knowledge that was being requested. I think that was specifically the knowledge that
0: was requested though.
1: <laughs> I thought I thought the no I thought it was if the wands actually still shoot. You know so, w- w- in the wand like fashion. So
0: it was a it was a two part thing. We were wondering if the shoot thing was even still there, because none of us had equipped a wand in forever. And the initial Well,
1: it is. Yeah, and the,
0: <laughs> and the initial question was, if you transmog it to a sword, because we were talking about the being able to transmog wands to swords. Uh, ...if it was appropriate for your class. We were wondering if... ...when you were shooting with the wand... ...it would look as though... uh, ...it would would have a similar animation to... ...like a wand... ...if it was trying to walk to a sword... ...if there was like
1: another animation for... ...shooting with your sword. I'm assuming it won't... ...because there is no... ...shoot... ...ability. It's all just auto-attack. So if you have a wand... And you click on auto-attack, you shoot it like you would a wand. If you have a sword and it's auto-attack, you, you know, attack like it would a sword. So there is no separate, like, wand ability for wanding things. Okay.
0: Well, I guess we'll find out so next week. There we week. go. <laughs> 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 I mean, I guess it's easy just- enough for me to buy a wand and test it on myself.
1: But. Well I could test it. I just I'm I'm pretty sure that if you have it transmog as a sword, then you attack as a sword since it's all under the auto-attack button. That's fair. That's a fair assumption. We'll document that assumption so as, and build uh, a test
0: case around uh, I mean, it and we'll uh we'll we'll test it thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and there's the QA expert uh, uh well, giving his two cents on the matter.
0: What are the assumptions? What are the prerequisites we need to know? Are there business rules attached to this? Um. Do I, does, does anything else need to be completed beforehand will it not work properly when in conjunction with something else is? Is that, what, what's the expected behavior when combined with others st- there's a whole of the there's, there's a lot of things to consider here and
1: <laughs>
2: and this All right then. Is this week in quality assurance
1: <laughs> well Medros how are you how was your week
2: um my week so uh I I discovered uh so I may have mentioned that I was having some issues with the um the foothold quests and I I recalled there was a time when I had uh also had a similar issue that I I couldn't get any further on on those things and I realized that I, I, I vaguely recalled why that happened, and it turns out I was right. So, my bar mod has a thing where uh, like it has different sections of it, and each one's its own plugin, or add-on for WoW. And I discovered that they introduced a quests one, which, in theory, takes over your quest panel. So, the list of what you currently have active, and what is you know, the world quests uh, quests that you're currently on, and stuff like that. That, when you don't have an add-on in track of it, is where your foothold stuff shows up. Well, I'm guessing that the quests thing is broken in this add-on, because nothing shows up for quests. And uh, when I disabled that, all of a sudden I saw my quest thing again and saw the foothold stuff. So I... Went out, did all the foothold quests for all of my characters that did not have all of the three footholds on the Opposite Nation uh, or Opposite co- Island uh, unlocked. Uh, so I did a bunch of that this week. Um, not really going to do the additional stuff that would have opened up when the character hit max level uh, to get their Admiral and then and there's one more you get after that as well if you continue down the campaign. I don't really feel you need to do the entire campaign thing, but I did want to have more uh, more champions to to work with on those characters. Um, unfortunately, the buff uh, of... I think it was almost pretty much doubling the XP you got, or the rep you got from um, world quests and from emissaries and stuff. Uh, that has, has been turned off. Uh, I guess it was supposed to end at the end of October... And it is now gone. And uh, at this point, other than doing the emissaries daily, I'm not gonna like push myself to do though lo- to do a lot of that stuff because uh, there's not really a lot of use to it right now uh, for for me. I did I did successfully do the world quest uh, thing on all of my characters. So that is twelve level 50 alts.
0: Wow. Wow. That's a lot of world quests.
2: It is. Uh, thankfully, I mean, I, I did find uh, quite a few that were very well-timed slash well-placed, that it was just like, uh, fly out to this one place, uh, you then have access to a bunch of quests, uh, you can do them all really quickly, go turn in, and you're done Your four for the day. Um and then there's also sometimes where it's like, oh, I'm flying back to this place anyway. And there's a one, there's this one quick one right near there. Like, I really focused on um, killing a single mob to complete a world quest, kind of stuff.
0: Um, efficiency. Because that's
2: just the easier. Yeah, it's just the easier way of doing it. Um, also, the calligraphy and the um, the match game ones for Tertolans. Uh, I did those as well. Didn't do the cycle of, of hatred and or what, the cycle of life one and then the opposite one where you're saving the turtles. Uh, didn't do that one too much when I didn't need to because uh, those take a lot more time and didn't really feel like they were very helpful, uh, but uh, I was actually really surprised. I actually like completed them all by Thursday. Uh, did do some some more que- uh, world quests after that just to continue like trying to get uh, get as many Paragons as I could um, if I'd realized the buff was going away uh, I probably would have done more on the Horde side because that's really where I'm struggling with, with gold um, I don't have a lot of gold over there and my characters I just found out like two of my Horde characters out of the three don't have flying like this fast epic flying so that's like 5,000 gold and I like swallowed up all their gold so, those characters are probably going to come into the expansion a little poorer than I'd like them to be. Um, but uh, one, is, one is a fairly new uh, max level character. One was boosted and so didn't have a lot of uh, stuff at the start of, of its journey through max level stuff. And then the other one has a fair bit of maxed out reputations. Um, and that's kind of where I would focus on that, but I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, for uh, alternative stuff, uh, I did kind of go around to a few of my characters, just to see kind of where they were at um, in their gameplay. Uh, all of them have now progressed over to uh, Borales. So they are all in Boralus Harbor. Uh, all the ones that I would consider trying to level up. Um, I will say there is perhaps a... Um, uh, not but, uh, you know, there's also a couple of paladins, and uh, uh, there's a mage there, too. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I have a few characters over there that if I do decide to level up characters, uh, level some alts there, I do have that opportunity available to me. So. And, yeah, so uh, I think I've actually done very well in the gold grind lately. Like, this has never been enough to get my map by a Hork. Uh, even if I had been pushing it the last few months. But it does at least give me the the ability to say like I, I was like under I was like just over two hundred thousand gold um a couple months ago and now I'm up to almost six hundred thousand gold. So I'm pretty proud of that myself.
0: That's ten times more gold than
1: I have.
2: That's uh that's unfortunate, sir.
1: How much joke how much gold do you have?
2: Medros, uh, about six hundred thousand. Uh, between all of my characters, I have probably close to seven hundred. Uh, but all of my max characters have roughly ten to twelve thousand gold or more.
1: You know what you can do with that?
2: Uh, save it.
1: You can go get a frog mount. You can get two frog mounts. I mean, almost. Yeah.
2: Could, in theory, yes. Uh, I'm sure that is a theoretical option. Yes.
1: You should go do it. Why? So we can all. Because they're majestic beasts,
0: and I love them. Just get get a blue one. Now all of us can be samesies. No.
2: I'm I'm not seeing a um an upside to wasting my my gold on a frog mount. Other than looking
1: cool. It's a good good use.
2: I would never use it. And I'm sure there are cheaper mounts I can spend money on to get closer to the next level of the mount rap or mount uh, achievement.
1: But they're not as cool as the majestic beast that is the Marsh Hopper. Yeah. Specifically the it's blue Marsh Hopper.
2: I am very, very willing, if anybody is willing to throw me, what, I guess it's 30,000 gold? (laughs)
0: 333,333.
2: All the threes. Okay, so if someone wants to throw me 350,000 gold, I'd be happy to go buy one. But otherwise,
0: (laughs) it's not going to happen. Fine. I'm going to send you a copper a day, every day.
2: I'll put it in the bank, get some interest on that. And, uh, by the time we are in WoW, uh, version 15, I should have <laughs> it. assuming the world doesn't end tomorrow, then it's just a, a mood point.
1: No, it won't be tomorrow. I'll be the end of the week. It's fine.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, it's still not going to get us to the point where I can have enough of that <laughs> by the end of the week, but whatever. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so I, I I've enjoyed my time in WoW lately. Um, getting around doing quest- world quests and, and doing stuff was, was interesting and uh, was definitely profitable. So, definitely got, getting something to do. Uh, now, I think with uh, with the, with the uh, drop of the doubling of rep uh, in favor of the 16% rep, bo- rep bonus for the WoW anniversary, uh, I think it'd be time to focus on alts for a little bit. And maybe uh, give myself another uh, max level paladin.
0: Or a max level warlock.
2: I mean, again, that's a theoretical option.
0: You know what? I think I figured out what I'm doing this week. Oh? <laughs> what would that be? I've got a paladin I haven't touched in a while. That's true. That's true. She's level 24? Yeah, I think I know what I'm doing.
2: And level up the best class in the game. Gotcha. And
0: I'm gonna level up. A, I'm gonna level up a a class in the game, and then leave it untouched.
2: <laughs> so you can get up to level fifty, and then just leave it there. Yep. Sitting alone, Baralis Harbor, with nobody around.
0: Not even Baralis Harbor. I think I'll leave her in. I don't know. What's a what's a not great city? Darnassus. <laughs> F- it
2: can you get to Darnassus? I guess if you do the times up time jump. It's a Dormy,
1: yeah.
0: No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll crazy take dragons. I'll take them to. I'll take. I'll take her to the current version of Darnassus somehow. I'll figure it out.
2: I don't think you can. Anyway, I think you run <laughs> into a wall. But anyways,
0: uh, I'm going to talk about what's coming up this month and well, if if that's okay with you guys.
2: Do it if you insist.
0: All right, so. This month in WoW, uh, starting yesterday, November 1st, the WoW 16th Anniversary event kicked off, and that's running until the 22nd, during which time you can get a 60% uh, experience and rep buff, and there's a couple other things going on that we'll talk about a bit later. And on November 1st, again, Darkmoon Fair started, and that runs until the 7th we've got the BFA dungeon event running from November 3rd till the 9th and then the, and then the Battleground bonus event from November 10th to the 16th. Uh alongside that, we've got the PVP brawl South Shore versus Terran Mill. Uh the Moonkin the Moonkin Festival is on November 12th and the Arena Skirmish event is Why do I only have written down November 17th? That can't be right. What are you doing, Toasty? It starts on November 17th, I assume, and runs until probably the 22nd? That's the usual pattern? (laughs) Uh, Pilgrim's Bounty starts November 23rd, goes until November 30th. We also got the World Quest bonus event on November 24th to the 30th, and the PvP Brawl Packed House November 24th to the 30th. Although something tells me all three of those events are kind of going to get ignored around that time. Right, Majerus?
2: I mean, I think there's a possibility, I suppose. I mean, a slim possibility, right? Like, not not a huge possibility. All right. So, we got some information this week. Uh, Long-awaited information. Uh, Information that we thought we'd get uh, many weeks ago, uh, but was delayed. So, we got a Shadowlands release date. Uh, So, the global release of World of Warcraft Shadowlands will happen the 23rd slash 24th of November, much like I predicted every time we've talked about it since the original delay of the expansion release. And yeah, so it'll be happening at 3 PM PST in North America. Uh, In Europe, it'll be at midnight CET. Uh, Taiwan will be 7 AM CST. I assume it's Taiwan time. Uh, And then there'll be again, Korea 7, uh, 8 AM AEDT will be 10 AM and UTC will be 11 PM. On the 23rd. So, uh... We we have a a official release date. Uh, How do you feel about that, Allie?
1: It's earlier than I expected? I was guessing December 8th, if I'm right. And I know there are some people who are upset because that is the week of Thanksgiving here in the States. For me, I mean, I originally took off the Thursday and Friday last week for Shadowlands and so now it just on a very personal level it works out nicely because I was recently informed that we finally get the Friday after Thanksgiving off this year and after before and after family obligations on Thanksgiving if I can't get out of them because of COVID and whatnot um, I get to play again so it kind of you know works out it's just a month later than planned you know
2: so what you're saying is you took the Thursday-Friday off for, for the original release date and you still get Thursday-Friday after release off just because of the timing. Of I wish didn't. I was so yeah. lucky,
0: honestly. <laughs> um, I booked the, So I booked the week of Shadowlands release off originally, kept it, and attempted to book uh, the week of the new release date off um, until it was pointed out to me that Black Friday is that weekend, and apparently, when you work at a company that sells point-of-sale software, uh, you kind of want everybody around to be able to support it. So I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm gonna get that time off. Kind of, right. yeah.
2: I mean, you're just QA. There's nothing that you'd be doing that day anyway, right? Sure. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, we we have finally have a date. Uh, it is the literally the anniversary, some big anniversaries, in the Warcraft franchise yeah. on the 23rd of November. Uh, it is the anniversary of the launch of World of Warcraft. It is the anniversary of the launch of Orcs and Humans, Warcraft 1. Um, it is just a, a massive date in, in the Warcraft franchise history. Yeah. So, um, I'm really glad to hear they're doing this, and uh, I'm very curious to see uh, whether we will still have the uh, the buffs we have until then.
1: I'm hoping that it's a smooth release, and that they don't have people who have to you know deny family time during Thanksgiving in order to fix things. That's my one little like. Uh, why this week? But you know that's that's the decision they made, and I'm hoping they have that in mind too, and that it just goes smoothly and it's not a problem.
2: That would be good. That'd be really good.
0: Guess we'll find out in 21 days.
2: Yes, your your countdown has restarted, sir. H- how do you feel with that?
0: Um, I'm I I was struggling to get into the swing of back into the habit of actually tweeting something daily as I'm sure some people notice I missed a day uh, already <laughs> so I got back on track the next day though so well,
2: I'm hopeful my friend that by the end of this countdown you'll have a hockey countdown you can begin to keep up the, 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 the pattern
0: I, I'm not holding my breath for that you
2: don't think we'll you'll have a release date of uh, or start date of hockey f- by the 23rd of November?
0: I mean, if I if I count down to different leagues, maybe.
2: So you don't think you'll have an NHL date for when they're going to start by then?
0: Not in, not in three weeks, no.
2: Really? I thought they were supposed to start September, December. It was the original plan.
0: No. Okay. no. Uh, originally January, then now they're talking about February.
2: <laughs> it's almost like sports maybe shouldn't happen. Just saying. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, um, super excited, cannot wait, and uh, it is—it's uh, going to be real interesting going into Shadowlands for reals this time, and not having to worry about hey, my characters get it wiped again. Unless, of course, they—you know—cancel the expansion launch again because they found a problem. Which? Don't
0: say that. Don't. Don't put that evil out there.
2: <laughs> it's not gonna happen. They wouldn't do it again to us. Would they?
0: I mean, some people said that about Cyberpunk. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, not, not not to talk down their decision to keep delaying it. I'm I'm for them keep delaying it. Unfortunately, people will continue to get angry about them delaying it. And I imagine the same, would, the same would hold true if Blizzard were to delay Shadowlands again. And I don't need that negativity in my life.
2: Fair enough. Well, are, are you excited? Eight days from today we start fighting zombies.
0: Yeah, yeah I am.
2: So the pre, pre-launch pre event will kick off on November 10th. will last for 13 to 14 days depending on what area you're in. And uh, yeah, uh, it'll be very much like we had for the uh, Wrath launch event—zombies uh, taking over the, the world and uh, taking, you know, turning people into, others into zombies—and and basically, uh, basically, you know, Walking Dead. Basically, uh, I'm I'm excited for this. It's going to be really interesting to see how it all works and to see how it's kind of different from the the last time. Uh, definitely seeing things that are already. So it'd be different, uh, but I actually want to experience that stuff because I didn't really do a lot of that on the actual uh, beta slash PTR. Because I want it to be surprised, guys. I want to be surprised.
0: I just want uh, the big bag for, for like, quote, free. I mean, I know that a 30-slot bag doesn't cost a lot, but also free, free is good and i can't remember if this is save for level 50 still or is it just anybody can do these events
2: uh, i think it's anybody
0: excellent more leveling <laughs> oh no oh okay yeah yeah i was reading something else wrong more leveling stuff all right then
2: uh, they did also give us more information about the raid schedule, which I think a lot of people were surprised by what they announced on this regard. Um, yeah. So, uh, the raid schedule for for the opening raids for uh, Shadowlands uh, Castle Nathria uh, will unlock normal and heroic difficulties on November eighth, which is I think a couple weeks after launch, right?
0: Yeah. Two well, eights. November 8th is actually in six days. Sorry, I December. Meant 8th. December
2: 8th. I said the 8th. I didn't say quick month.
0: No, you said November 8th. Did I? Okay. My bad. Yeah.
2: December 8th, my apologies, uh, is the release date of Normal and Heroic Difficulties, so two weeks after expansion release. And then December 15th will be Castle Nathria Mythic and Raid Finder Wing 1. Um. We'll then have about three weeks off after that. Uh, and then coming back on the 5th of January, we'll have Raid Finder Wing 2. January 19th, we'll have Raidfinder Wing 3. And on February 2nd, we'll have Raid Finder Wing 4. Uh, season 1 of PvP will also happen on December 8th. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I absolutely understand some of the frustration... Uh, and some of the, hey, you said this before, why are you changing your mind uh, that's been going on? Totally get the reason for that. Uh, however, we try not to, and we, we'd we like to avoid, does not mean we never will. Uh, and that, that's kind of what I have to say on that uh, to those who would try to use Blizzard's words from the past against them in this regard. Uh, I feel, personally... Uh, with the proximity to the holidays, that normal and heroic difficulties... I'm fine with it releasing on the eighth. I think Mythic should have waited until after the holidays. Uh, what do you guys think?
0: 100% agree. When I saw that Mythic was unlocking December 15th, there's just... Why? Why? There's, there's... We know, traditionally with Mythic, anyway um that requires there, there, there's this we always hear stories of something going wrong in the mythic raids during the world firsts and people from blizzard having to go in and fix stuff and that's going to be real it's going to be real bad for them uh for anybody who's on holidays that's not the greatest experience for them that's not the greatest experience for the raiders who are also spending time potentially away from their families to do this uh world first race It's. it's, I don't understand. Could have been January 5th. They already have something else coming out January 5th. Why not push the Mythic release out till then?
1: One of the things I liked about my December 8th prediction was that I was also pretty sure that Castle Nathuri itself as a whole wouldn't come out until the beginning of January. And I was looking forward to having that nice extra time to level and alt and just enjoy and that kind of thing before getting back into raiding. I for the life of me can't remember where I read this. I don't know if it was when Ian Housikosis was tweeting about it. I'd have to look it up, but I read somewhere that one of the reasons they're doing it this way is so future the scheduling of future patches won't be messed up. And so for future reasons, I I get that. Because, you know, they got schedule and timing and whatnot. But by the same token, it it is a little rough having this release so close to the holidays. And granted, for some, you know, the Christmas season and, you know, that holiday season in general is not a big deal. And for some... They would rather be doing a gaming than doing anything else. And especially, you know, during COVID. But there are still plenty this is going to impact who find themselves playing less because it's a holiday season. Or, you know, those who at Blizzard who may have to work on something a little extra (laughs) because the rate is that we're not during the holiday season. You know, it's just it is. It is a bit of a rough timing, and I was I was a little surprised by this.
2: I, I really feel like this decision uh, is definitely going to be something that's going to come back. Uh, I, I feel like there's at least some chance that either somebody from Blizzard will have to be there on Christmas morning. Because some guilds... Not going to name names... Will be trying to push it even on the holiday. They'll find something that broke, and Blizzard's gonna have to basically put a pause on the raid. And this is gonna have to be something you have to address at
0: BlizzCon Um There is a discussion going on in our chat right now regarding some of the more time gated power gains that that are happening within Shadowlands, and that may also have a that may have also had an impact on their decision to. Stick with this release schedule because some of those time gates are going to like negatively affect the race because of um, you know the ability to farm more gear from heroic, um, legendaries, renown, soul binds, etc. Those are all time gated things, and that'll have people going into the mythic raid for the first time. If they were to delay it until the new year, that would have them going into those mythic raids more powerful than what was previously intended and that would be bad too that yeah. would kind of negate as Brawl's pointing out all the time that they put into tuning the mythic Raid so far
2: so do you think that there's a notable chance that we are going to see like is there a decent chance that we that I mean I, I, normal heroic are absolutely going to be done before Christmas like they'll be world first in no problem
0: I mean, Normal and Heroic are going to be done day of, probably. Yeah. Let's be right. Uh
2: What are the odds that Mythic can be done before Christmas, in 10 days?
0: I mean, 10-day World First Race isn't unheard of. I mean, it, it is the first raid of Shadowlands. Right. Um, so, I could see it being done in, ten, in like, before Christmas. Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, I, I'm not that familiar with the World First Race, so I, I wouldn't be aware of, of the timing or, or what the odds of that are. Um, but I think if, if the World wa- World first, first Race is done before Christmas, that's better. Uh, and I would then be okay with it, but I, I fear that there are people who are employees of Blizzard and people who are uh, in some of the bigger World First guilds that will have to make a decision of, oh, do I can I take Christmas Day off? Uh, and if not, like that, that affects relationships. That affects, you know, families mm-hmm. uh, in a significant fashion. Uh, and I think that Blizzard will have to address this. I feel, uh, but we'll see. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how things go, and um, and all that. So, um, and lastly on this topic of. Uh, the start of Shadowlands. Uh, we did see some really interesting videos this week. Um, so, the, the 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 stuff that happens in 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 the game uh, or in the universe after right after what we see in cinematic. So, uh, Sylvanas shatters the the ceiling of Ice crown. We then see Shadowlands and fade to black we now have a bit more information on what happens after that um and what happens to uh to our 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 beloved leaders um as well they also released a story trailer and some sh- some uh from above uh videos of each of the zones of Shadowlands this week uh did you guys watch the dark, obju- dark abduction I-, I assume the answer is yes cuz yep. why wouldn't you
0: yeah, I watched it when it was data. no like, two weeks back, I want to say. Something like that, yeah. No, I'll, um... I'll be honest,
2: I, I've been wondering how all of that happened, uh, because I've seen the, you know, beta stuff of, like, oh, this is what, ha-, you know, we're going from here, and, and I, I was always wondering, like, oh, how do we get there? Like, our. I don't know, like, do we want to talk about details of this? I, I'm, I'm thinking not, but... So there's events that happen that lead us into Shadowlands, and if you haven't seen this and don't want to, I understand. We'll try to be spoiler-free as much as we can, um, but it's... There, there's certain events, and uh, I always wondered, like, do these ha- events happen in the middle of the night, or are they out in public, or, you know, what happened to, to lead to what we start. Off with when we we get into Shadowlands, um, and I'm very intrigued by that. Uh, I'm very intrigued how they did that, and uh, I'm still very curious about what some of the fates are going to be. Um, what did you guys think about the from above tri- uh, videos?
0: I'm sure someone is loving them.
1: I love them so much. <laughs> I mean, these these are gorgeous really, zones. Shocked,
0: Ali. i I would I never
1: know, right? imagine
2: you love these videos.
1: I don't ever I mean, tell they're, people they're to look from up. They're or... not
2: looking up. So I, would, I actually thought you wouldn't like them.
1: Well, you also get a view of looking up. And on top of encouraging people to look up, I also tell people to look around and take in the sights and take in the ambiance and everything. And these videos help tremendously with that. And I think... The art team really blew it out of the water with Shadowlands and I'm really very happy that they made these videos and that people can really just take the time to take it all in and enjoy.
2: but but the guild doesn't say Ali said look around. the guild said Ali look up
1: Well yes. Ali
2: said look up not around.
1: but also in the episodes tell people to look around too.
2: Oh, I see. I see. Well, okay then. But yeah, I, I really like the Bastion one. Um, kind of gave a better, better look of Bastion. And I, I I'll be honest. All these videos make me really look forward to the day we can fly. Like, give me flying, please now. Eventually. Now. I want it now. Don't want to wait. Anyways, uh, if you have not seen these, check out the Warcraft World of Warcraft Twitter uh, YouTube account. Sorry, uh, they you can find them over there, uh, along with the uh, Dark Production video. Uh, they have like a thir- 11 minute uh, main title of Shadowlands video. If you want to see what it's going to look like, though, so we already have that, um, and there's some really cool other stuff. Uh, they have a five top five things to do before Shadowlands. Um, not a huge fan of that one myself but uh, I understand the desire for for that one. And uh, yeah, so definitely check those out if you want over on the World of Warcraft YouTube account. All right. Uh, so I think that's it for Shadowlands release date. General stuff. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our next topic. Uh, earnings call.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we've gotten another Activision Blizzard third quarter earnings call. The 2020 financial results. And there's a lot of, you know, nitty gritty details in here. And I'm not going to go over every single bit. But basically, it is ahead of expectations. Growth is up across the board since last year. While they do credit that to Call of Duty. And everything they've released and whatnot. Blizzard has reported to have the largest team ever working on Shadowlands. They, as in World of Warcraft, is holding stable. And Blizzard itself as a total combined has 30 million monthly active users. That's a lot. (laughs) They're happy with the Shadowlands pre-sales, obviously, and there's some stuff with Hearthstone and Overwatch and whatnot. It does not surprise me that Hearthstone hours played have grown have gone up since last year, especially with uh, Battlegrounds, because I know me and my husband, in order to stay sane this year, have spent some time on the couch with our dogs playing Battlegrounds. So (laughs) I understand that. We also have some info in terms of King, which actually really surprised me. And I I wanted to bring this up. So the third quarter net revenues for Activision is seven hundred and seventy-three million. For Blizzard, it's four hundred eleven million million. For King, it's five hundred thirty-six million. What?
2: Calling it Blizzard's Dying. <laughs>
1: <For the rest laughs> of the
0: mobile games, man, like mobile mobile games make a
1: lot of money. They do, and I can, like, I mean, like I was saying. I've been sitting on the couch playing Hearthstone battleground, so I get it. But like, the, the thought that King is like had more net revenue in this th- third quarter than Blizzard, just like my my brain exploded a little bit when I when I read Mobile. that. <laughs> Mobile games and Call
2: of Duty, uh, that's that's your two drivers right there. Um, <laughs> they, they did say uh, in in their thing that. Uh, uh, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush are set to generate over $1 billion each in net bookings this year. Yep. That's pretty awesome.
0: Yep, yep. Also, Activision put out Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, and like that's going to drive a lot of money, because people like nostalgia. I know I bought it.
2: I did not, because I don't own console.
0: It's available on PC.
2: I- I'm also not a
1: skater, so...
0: Okay, fair.
1: <laughs> so yeah that- that's about it you know it's it's- they're doing well things are positive and they're they're happy with that. Overwatch is sustaining 10 million monthly active users in the quarter alone and
2: has it already been out for four years?
1: Jeez. Yep over four years since launch. <sighs> right? Um, There's some talk in here about how they're working on, you know, uh, their teams are hard at work on multiple projects in the Diablo franchise and major innovations for the Overwatch franchise. The pipeline across our portfolio and the potential for long-term revenue and earnings expansion has never been stronger. So things are looking good.
2: uh, Diablo 4 and Diablo (laughs) Immortal. Basically. Uh, they did actually say that Diablo Immortal uh, has passed internal company playtesting and will soon enter external regional testing.
1: So yeah, I kind of figured that'd be soon.
2: Uh, honestly, I thought they'd be coming out like last year. Like we heard, like early, la- like m- mid 2019, that it was a- it was to the expectations Netties had for it, and it's been over a year since then, so.
1: Yeah, well, just because it's up to their quality doesn't mean it's up to Blizzard quality.
2: <laughs> True, and, and that and that does give me hope that it'll be better than what some people have feared. So,
1: right. My guess is they'll announce the public beta for it or something like that during BlizzCon line. Maybe yeah. we'll see.
2: Uh, depending on how long they do for the regional testing I I might expect to see like a a beta date for that but I don't know how easy it is to beta test uh, products like that that might just be a hey we think it's done here have have a go (laughs) Uh, but yeah uh, some pretty cool stuff from the uh, from the uh, earnings call there
1: yep yep and some other really exciting things going on in WoW for a certain anniversary, right, Toasty? So we,
0: we we talked a little bit about the 16th anniversary event. You know, the usual expectations have come true. 16% experience and rep buff instead of the 15% it was previously because you know, 16 years. Got to keep consistent there. Um, some some other events have uh, have have made a return. Can return to the Ultrac Valley of old, and you know, uh, go th- go through all that. Um, there's also the uh, the world boss thing again. That's making a return. What else was there? There was oh a new vendor item, which is like a a cloak, I guess, that you can buy for badges. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't spend your badges on that. It's not a very... Like, don't get me wrong. Most of the cloaks in WoW don't look good. But somehow this managed to disappoint in comparison to the rest of the cloaks. It is It is just a blue cloak with some gold trim.
2: Yeah, it's not very good.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. You so, can't
2: go to a, a, a celebration party in, in Caverns of Time if you'd like.
0: Yeah, there's a... Uh, Khadgar Ball Soccer and some other games, I guess. Like, Soccer's pretty fun.
1: Not gonna lie, I did that last year.
0: <laughs> um, after after the soccer boss, uh, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the anniversary amounts that we were able to get last year through Korak's Revenge um, have returned. So we can, if you didn't get... Yeah. If you didn't manage to get the Stormpike Battle Ram or the Frost Wolf Snarler... Wow, I'm having trouble talking tonight. Um, you can you can still attempt to get your hands on those. Otherwise, it's... Uh, it's pretty much the 15th anniversary event. But with 16% instead. Although there are some reports that uh, some of the... Uh, I can't remember if it was was experience gains from quests or from killing mobs, but one of them was still calculating at 15%. I think that... I just saw saw something about a hotfix or something, though, so that might be fixed already. Keep an eye on that. I mean, 1% isn't a huge deal. I'm sure a lot of people would not have noticed it. But, uh, you know... I believe they've also nerfed the experience gain from Korak's Revenge, which is kind of unfortunate. Yep, they did that. But hey, we get a bunch of other experience buffs and also you just level faster now, so... Maybe it's not so bad? Maybe? I don't know?
2: Uh, Some people were saying that it was actually taking longer to level through Ultrac Valley Uh, correct revenge than it was to uh, just level the world so oh rip yeah but uh, it is what it is
0: yep but anyway yeah that's that's what you can look forward to from the 16th anniversary event that that started on the first and runs until the 22nd the day before Shadowlands releases
2: so Ellie I have a question for you
1: I may or may not have an answer
2: Who's your favorite pirate sea captain?
1: Well, obviously my boyfriend, Flynn Fairwind. Now I've accepted that I have to share him with Matthias Shaw. And considering my original main was a rogue, I'm okay with that. It's kind of very fitting.
2: Well, isn't there a new story about Flynn and Matthias?
1: There sure is. And I'm trying to remember if I pre-ordered it or not. (laughs) I think I did. I think I should be getting it soon. Pretty sure? Pretty sure? Because there is a certain book called the Exploring Azeroth Eastern Kingdoms. This this book is going to be available at your local retailer retailers and online beginning November 5th. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just gonna read this blue post. I just, I feel like this needs to be shared with the world. Because it's exciting in that Blizzard has posted a free prequel to the book and this prequel this story is called terror by torchlight and this blue post says an army of undead and a powerful missing artifact complicate flynn fairwin and matthias shaw's treasure hunting adventure in this thrilling tale the prequel to exploring azeroth the eastern kingdoms by christy golden but the spy master was all duty in the next heartbeat We may be heavily protected, but there's going to be a lot of wild undead out there. Many of them won't be stopped by a blade. Or your cutting remarks. Flynn stealthily reached for his flask, accidentally stealing a glance down. Duskwood's thick tree canopy hid most of what was going on along the roads. But not all of it. The road was moving. It was as though a dam had been broken, bodies ungentled by the soft light of the moon, surged toward darkshire here and there were patches of light but that offered no comfort it was if if the flood was truly composed of animated corpses it would take a miracle to turn the tide i'm so excited so 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 excited not only because it's by christy golden and i love her and i love her work it's got flynn it's got shaw it's got treasure hunting and adventure and all of this goodness. And I think it's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah. I can't wait to sit down and read that. I haven't had time to do that today. Cause that just, that this just came out today, right?
1: Yes. The, the, are you talking about the book itself or the prequel story? The prequel story. I believe I didn't, honestly, I didn't know about it until I sat down to look at show notes. So I think it just came out today and I am probably going to read it tomorrow morning. Very excited about it. Possibly I might read it tonight. Let's be honest. I might read it tonight. And then I have to go look and see if I pre-ordered it because I swear I did. But I haven't seen anything from Amazon. So I might have to go look. Did Uh, you guys order it?
2: I am hoping to get a copy of that book. Uh, I, I have been offered one uh, But I, I don't know if it's on the way or not So uh, Yeah uh, It's it's pretty awesome uh, from, from what I've read of the, of the prequel story uh, It's uh, called Terror by uh, Torchlight, right?
1: Yes, the prequel, yes
2: So yeah, definitely very interested in that And uh, very interested to see uh, what the entire book is like so I will say I have like four books I'm still I'm still in the process of reading, uh, so it, it might get put in the bottom of the the, the, the pile.
0: To answer your question, Ali, I have not pre-ordered it because of the because of the release date that falls squarely in the time of year where I'm told by my family not to buy anything for myself.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. I apparently have not pre-ordered it. I could have swore I had, but uh, according to my Amazon Prime, I have not. I think you know what it was. I was being a good wife and I was going to you know, make sure with my better half that that was, that was cool. Although I don't see any reason why not. And life got busy and then I just didn't talk to him. I really should just order it. I could have swore I did, though. I might be going insane. I could have swore I pre-ordered it already. Oh, wait, this is, you know what it was? He pre-ordered this for me. It's on his Amazon Amazon account. It was part of my birthday present.
0: Oh, there you go.
1: So we, I would imagine we should be uh, getting it here pretty soon. Late birthday, yay.
0: <laughs> That's right. That was announced a while ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then it was originally going to come out in October, I believe. And it got delayed.
2: Gee, I, I wonder why that could be.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, this should be in my mail here pretty soon. I'm excited. Anything that gives me more Flynn is good, so let's let's be honest.
2: You might be a little bit of a Flynn fan girl,
1: though. I told you, he's my boyfriend. My husband has accepted this. It's okay.
2: Okay. All right. I I do not judge. (laughs) Uh, Whatever you and your your husband decide is fine. Uh, I mean, you might want to ask Flynn, uh, but, you know
1: guys Shaw. we're good <laughs> <laughs> anyways before this gets super awkward let's, yeah, let's talk let's about some right along yeah, from that. let's talk about some more merch shall we
2: uh, <laughs> sometimes I wonder <laughs> sometimes sometimes
1: you're the one that asked me on this show man
2: yeah, Fair point Fair point so um blizzard Uh, announced uh, a Blizzard Gear Fest over on the Blizzard Gear Store. Uh, And I'm going to say, for the record, that um, if I had money and trusted fanatics, I probably would have spent about $700 today. However, I don't have money, and I don't trust fanatics. So, um... Uh, You guys know that I'm a pin collector, right? You guys might have heard that here or there?
0: I mean, it's only one of the things you tell me to try to get for you while I'm at BlizzCon, since you've not been there. I'm vaguely aware of your desire to collect pins.
2: Just a bit. Uh, So, Blizzard every year releases a new pin series. Uh, This year is Series 7. Um, And each series has a set of gold. And a set of colored pins, gold are the the rare ones and are highly valued by players and collectors. Uh, this year is no different. They have a a ten pin series that has ten colored and ten gold. Um, I actually don't know who all the characters in this are. Um, there's an Illidan one that's his character, like his um portrait from Hearthstone. Uh, there's, I think, a... cane uh, from Diablo. I think there's a, a Rainer one. Um, I think there's an... Uh, um, I don't know who... I, I think it's Thrall with his axe, but I'm not entirely certain. Uh, there's a... Skeleton King from that... Oh, is that weird... Is a janitor skeleton king thing they did. It's
0: Janitor Leoric!
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Anna with her gun just resting on, on her on her arm and on her shoulder. There's another one I can't really tell who it is. That's there's a Sigma Valera one. Huh?
0: That's Sigma from Overwatch.
2: Okay. I haven't played since that character came out. And then I think that last one is Brigitte, right? Last
0: on the, on the line there? Right? I don't. Yes, it is. And the, oh, I didn't scroll Brigitte, over far yeah. enough. Yeah, that's Brigitte.
2: Okay, so uh, yeah, there's th- those are the pins this year, uh, and they look really cool. Now, uh, I-, I talked about this a little bit in, in one of the Facebook groups that, the- that there's a lot of Blizzard collectors, uh, especially pin collectors, and I- I'm glad I'm not the only person who's a little frustrated, because uh, in a year where uh, folks don't have a lot of money uh, due to COVID and all its related things, Uh, Blizzard decided to do uh, not only the normal pins, but they also did a platinum set, uh, a platinum signature pin set. Uh, So all 10 of those pins in a platinum coloring instead of gold with a signature and a certificate of authenticity and a special box That is $200 for 10 pins. Oof. $20 a pin. Uh, Needless to say, um, I I have not seen a lot of people who are willing to put out $200 for a set of 10 pins, Uh, no matter how how nice they look. Um, There's also a new Hearthstone uh, collector's edition... Uh, box of four pins. Uh, it's the card backs. Uh, there's also places for four more in the box. Um, and I think those might be uh, Hearthstone pins from years past. Uh, though the picture does not show that there's anywhere to actually put the, the post for for the pins, so I'm not sure if they're meaning for you to actually like add your pins to this box. Um... Not quite sure, but it, it kind of looks like the Overwatch card back layout page where it shows your characters on the side and so on. Uh, looks really cool. It's like a, a box that comes open. Um, really, really elegant looking thing. Uh, I, I I definitely like it, but not for $60 for four pins. Um, there's also a, uh, a Series 7 Collectors Edition pin set, which is all of the I think it's the colored pins in a in a special box for eighty dollars. Um, there is uh, you get the blind packs, which give you the colored and gold ones. Uh, those are five packs for thirty dollars. You can no longer buy them individually, uh, so you can no longer choose. I want thirty-five or thirty-eight or twelve. You have to buy them in packs of five this year, um, which has frustrated some. Uh, there is a Diablo 4 Collector's Edition pin. There is an Overwatch 2 Collector's Edition pin. Um, they also have the patches that are back. Um, that's in a four pack, though I'm not quite sure. Uh, four pack, four four pouches of ba- of uh, the badges for twenty dollars, giving you a total of eighteen badges. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm really I'm really impressed with all those pins. However, uh, I I have had bad experiences myself with Fanatics. I've heard really bad things. So uh, I'll be very honest and very frank. Uh, There's no way in hell I would trust Fanatics with the Collector's Edition box like the Platinum box, the Hearthstone box, the uh, Collector's Edition pin set for Series 7, or either of the Overwatch 2 or Diablo 4 ones, or the Shadowlands one they released a few days ago. Uh, There's no way I'd, I'd trust any of that with Fanatics, I might trust the five-pack one uh, because that's usually elastic bundled together, so it's less likely that it could get damaged. Uh, though Fanatics has found ways to damage things that were theoretically undamageable before. So um, We then have uh, some new Funko Pops came out. Uh, there's uh, a, a purple Murloc uh, one that's a metallic Funko Pop. There's also Illidan and Sylvanas Metallic Pops. Uh, Those look really, really beautiful. Um, They are only available through Blizzard. You cannot find them anywhere else unless somebody's reselling them. Uh, There is a New Mercy uh, Funko Pop. Uh, There's, looks like a paper or a a Overwatch uh, Diva. Oh, it's the, one of those wood things where you have to like punch out everything out of, out of the wood and then assemble it together. Uh, it looks really neat, but I mean, I've tried to assemble the, some of those things and they just break really easily. Uh, there's new puzzles, game mats. Uh, there is a, um, a Hearthstone, uh, mug, uh, Stein available, uh, which looks really, really nice. Um,. And, uh, yeah, so there's there's lots of really cool available things uh, this year. Um, what, what do you guys think
0: of all of that? Um, I mean, all of it's really cool. Honestly, I only really have interest in the toque. I'm, I refuse to call it a beanie. It is a toque. Yeah, it's <laughs> why, why would you call it a beanie? It's, that'd, be, that'd be stupid. I don't know. For all the collectors out there, there's a bunch of cool stuff out there and available for you. But honestly, I just want something to keep my head warm. So the two can is. Maybe. Except I'm not allowed to buy stuff right now. So, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm honestly considering asking for the Shadowlands puzzle for Christmas. I haven't done a good puzzle in quite a while. But for me, during some of my, you know, darker times in life... Sitting down and just putting a puzzle together and listening to music or a show in the background or a friend's stream or a podcast or whatever like while doing a puzzle is just the quickest way for me to just kind of stop spiraling and just relax and be there in the moment and enjoying it and I absolutely love that art and so I'm considering buying that puzzle and then you know doing the whole thing where you like preserve it and mat it and everything and actually putting it on my wall. So I might I might try to get that somehow.
2: So here, here's the question I have for you, Ali, since since you are considering making that purchase. Would you not rather just have a poster? Like a hard a hardback mounted poster of of that versus a puzzle? Or or is there something about the puzzle you're especially looking forward to?
1: I'd be fine with both. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely okay. honest. I mean, if I remember right, there isn't there a poster in the Collector's Edition? Collector's Edition? Isn't
2: there? Uh, no. Oh, a, no, it was a mouse, uh, pad. mouse pad. That's
1: right. I mean, while I... Yeah, sure. I would like a poster of it. And I know there's some art for it and everything. There's something to be said for me personally about having achieved putting this puzzle together. Okay. Yeah, I just... I, I like it.
2: That is a very fair point.
1: It's it's a therapeutic thing for me. Okay.
2: Yeah, I I mean I love the Funko Pops. I'd love to own those, but again, it's being shipped out by fanatics, and I can't trust them. So for me, this this is a big problem for me. Is like I'd love if I if I had the money, you know. You, I, I actually said this on, on on that group on Facebook even if I won the million, $14 million jackpot on Tuesday, I still wouldn't trust Fanatics enough. I would basically feel like I need to order 10 of these things just to make sure I got one that was in good shape. And that's not a really good use of money. Um, so I might look at getting some of these uh, from someone else, like a reseller of these later on, if I want them uh, when, when uh, financial times change. Uh, but I, I just don't know that uh, I can trust Fanatics with something that is a valuable collector's I, it, collector's edit for me uh, which is sad because uh, I, I do like I do like this stuff so um, yeah there, there's lots of really cool stuff uh, is there actually like a is that a Shadows Rising oh it's a signed version of Shadows Rising Okay, that'd be pretty cool to have do you guys think? Like a signed edition of uh, Shadows Rising?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't have a physical version of it yet, so that would be cool. Well,
2: that would be a good good first copy to get for you then. Um, but yeah, so check out the uh, Blizzard Gear Fest. Uh, it looks like there's another set of uh, stuff dropping on the 16th of November. So uh, I imagine this is kind of a slow rollout of all the stuff we would expect to see out of BlizzCon this year. Um, and tidying it also into the release of uh, Shadowlands as well.
0: Probably, yeah.
2: So, yeah, check it out over at the Gear Store. That's gear.blizzard.com, I think, or is it blizzardgearstore.com now? I don't know. If you go to gear.blizzard.com, it'll get you there. That's all I know.
0: Blizzard Gear Store.
2: Okay. All right. Let us move along from Merch, shall we?
0: All right. So, just a quick recap on the stuff that's changed in beta recently um not a lot has changed by um in major ways i mean of course there's been a number of tuning passes made to both classes and covenant abilities i don't know why i said both there are multiple things covenant abilities soul binds all that other good stuff we're not going to talk about all that in great detail but if you're interested in seeing those numbers and how they've been adjusted wowhead has of course put together a uh, comprehensive list of all those changes. Uh, one thing uh, of note that's changed is uh, Solash and um, the rate at when it drops. Now ash is what's used to craft legendaries in Shadowlands, and basically what's happened is uh, their drop rate has increased. So, yay, right? That sounds like a good thing. except they've also changed the amount of soul ash you need to craft legendaries. So to give you kind of an idea of how much it's changed, um, previously in the first layer of Torghast, you would get rewarded 15 soul ash. Now, upon completing the first layer, you will get 150 soul ash. Now, to give you an idea of what the legendary costs have... uh, uh, eh. Now, in order to give you an idea how the legendary costs have changed, the old amount of Solash required to craft a rank 1 legendary, which is item level 190, was 100. Now, it is 1,250. So not quite a proportionate uh, change, but it's right there, I guess. So so
2: I I guess the question is, are you going to get your legendaries faster?
0: Um, well, let's see here. I gotta do some quick math right now. So previously, you were gonna get 15, 10, uh, it's 25, 30, 40. All right, hold on. 25, 30, 44. You're gonna get 50 soul ash a week if you completed all eight layers. Uh, now you're gonna get. Uh, 250. Oh, I'm gonna bust out the calculator for this. 150, 100. Oh, no, I did math wrong here. Stupid miskeys. We're,
1: we're doing it live.
0: So now, if you were to complete eight layers of Torghast, you're gonna get 600 soul ash. So it's still a. It's just over two weeks. No, actually, because you get soul ash. For completing the f- initial quest in Torghast, I don't. It doesn't say here whether that amount has changed, um, but basically, if you could, if you're gonna complete two, if you're gonna complete two wings of uh, the two available wings of Torghast per week, you're going to get twelve hundred soul ash per week. So that'll leave you at about, I'll leave you about fifty short in crafting a legendary. I believe you you get Soul Ash completing your initial quest so you should be able to still craft something within the first week. And if you uh, like a rank one item, a rank two, you you'll have to save up for two weeks for about for two hundred, as opposed to uh, actually no, it's still about the same. I'm understanding this change less and less. Okay, so for three... It
2: sounds like it's a change made to make it appear like it's different, but it's not actually different.
0: Oh, I mean... There's gotta be something with the math here. Okay, so rank three... If you want to complete a rank three legendary, it would have cost you 300 previously. And previously you were getting 120 per week, so that's still three weeks. Okay, hold on. Okay, the WoW well, had actually summed it up at the bottom of the article, and I completely missed it. So with the new values of 1200 Solesh a week and 1250 Solesh to craft a legendary, this means you Okay, so I guess you can't craft a legendary week one of the expansion. It'll take you at least two weeks to ex- to get access to any legendary power once the expansion launches. So, two weeks to get a legendary. However, during week two, if you've completed at least a layer six in Torgast Wings... You'll be able to directly upgrade to a rank two legendary during week two. So it's slowing it like it's slowing down our legendary acquisition by a week. But instead of going to rank one and then possibly rank two, you'll be able to go straight to rank two after two weeks of Shadowlands. Okay. So just it's it's changing your first legendary, basically. Okay. I don't know. It's not bad. I mean, it's another week. I mean, honestly, I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna need. I'm not gonna need a legendary for raining until weeks t- until a few weeks in anyway. So whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't know, Ali. How do you feel about this?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I think until we get in there and get our hands on it and see what it feels like i I personally just won't know ultimately I mean I'm I want to trust that they they're doing what they're doing for a reason i I personally don't really see it but either way it's good to know what I need to do to get my cloak that I'm super excited to get so... Yeah, (laughs) I guess one other thing
0: that another way that this is that that this kind of benefits everybody is, you not you don't really have to get the max level of soul ash you need to get in order to craft the legendaries because there is a bit of there is a bit of a forgiveness there because I mean, rank two legendaries cost two thousand, so that means because you get 1200 per week, you don't have to do all you, all of torgast, like all like all eight layers available to you. Right. So there's less there's less pressure to have to to be pushing those eight layers if you if you're the kind of person who wants to go for the rank 4 legendary, for example, instead of bothering with the other two. Okay. All right, I I've talked my way into it now. I, I understand this better.
2: All right then, let's uh, let's talk about another uh, another person who is uh, trying their own hand in in the gaming sphere from from Blizzard past.
1: Yeah. So the cre- the, the Chris Metzen that I I know I, I love him I miss him I know I'm not the only one. We all mostly had a feeling that you know when he stepped back and retired to you know take care of himself spend some 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 spend some time with family recharge his batteries and whatnot that eventually he'd be back at it he is but not with wow not with warcraft he's actually starting his own gaming tabletop company called warchief which is very fitting and very awesome <laughs> So he joined forces with the former vice president of quality assurance at Blizzard named Mike Gilmartin and they created this company. Now the story behind it is what's really cool because they used to get together and play games, just hang out with friends and they started a little tabletop club and you know, it slowly kind of grew and, more people started coming and so they eventually down the road had to, instead of doing it in, I think it was Mike's garage they had to actually go rent space somewhere to keep this club going and it just kind of blew up and they were having just so much fun with it you know, it was friends hanging out and just gaming together and it kind of reignited Chris's desire and passion to create worlds and they they started this up. Nothing is out yet, obviously. This is pretty brand new, but Chris is talking about how it feels good to be getting back into these things and putting his creativity to to, to work again. And he's looking, he's looking forward to working on these games, but also have it be a a bit of a smaller scale, a little more intimate as a team. And that, that was an interesting line in my mind. I'm wondering if maybe Blizzard and Warcraft and everything got just really big (laughs) and maybe it took some of the fun out of it for him. Is what this almost looks like, but he he says it's it, it's this feels much more freeing and simplified for the creative process. And there's this awesome little video they put together for this, and I don't know if you guys got a chance to watch this, but seeing his joy and and passion and his eyes light up again when he talks about this stuff, it was really good to see, and I'm super happy for him. And I'm excited to see what they come up with.
2: Yeah, Chris Metzen creating in in worlds that we want to play in is something that has been going for more time than I can even think. Uh, And to think he uh, will create new worlds, uh, you know, without Azeroth and without... You know, sanctuary and all the other all the other worlds he's helped create for in, in Blizzard. Uh, I'm really curious to see how how it's going to go, um, and uh, if I if I had or have in the future uh, the resources, I will absolutely be supporting this company.
1: Yeah. yeah uh,
0: He he did talk in the interview a little bit about the whole burnout thing. Uh, spoke He spoke specifically about it actually, and I'll just read the quote here i i think i damaged my transmission a bit kind of ground my clutch down which like, if you're if you're going if you're going all out on something for for as long as he did i mean that's bound to happen we all feel burnout eventually when we're working on different things I and mean, that's part of why i took last week off I, for a, for a long time i've been you know i've had this very regular schedule that keeps my weeks very busy and, you know, while I enjoy doing all of it, like I enjoy doing the podcast and everything involved with that, I enjoy my time streaming and everything involved with that. You know, you, you go, you, you put the time in and all that. And you, even though you're having fun, you know, you put your own pressures on yourself or, or you start to feel pressures from uh, other places. And that'll 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 wear anybody down.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, it um, definitely will.
0: Sounds like he's more happy with the smaller, more intimate uh, group to work with, and you know, he's getting excited about getting creative again. And that's and that's that's not a bad thing. Like that's a very good thing. He's we I mean, he's created worlds that millions of people have immersed themselves in and continue to immerse themselves in. seeing what he can do with that in a tabletop format, whether it be, you know, board games or an RPG or something like that, that could be really cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of it.
2: For sure. All right. Uh, So I just want to do a quick mention here. Uh, Not too in-depth, but uh, I mentioned that there's a a metallic purple Murloc Funko Pop that came out today in the Gear Store. Uh, And it seems like they threw live a related... Uh, though not required to, to for one to have the other. Uh, Secret pet found Glimmer the Purple Glimmerfin Murloc. Uh, looks very much like the Purple Murloc fungo pet. The fungo pop. Uh, so uh, if you're looking for information on that, definitely check it out. I'm pretty sure both Wowhead and, um, and Champion have it. The Secret Finding Discord has it, I'm sure. Uh, so definitely recommend checking that out if you can. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, good luck getting your own Uh, Purple Pet. Alright, let's talk about our sponsor, shall we?
0: Alright, so today's show is brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're going to conclude our dive into the Warcraft novels with World of Warcraft Shadows Rising. Let's have a listen.
3: Much as it surprised him, the dry heat and endless noise of Orgrimmar felt like home. Perhaps it was like returning to a wayward, peculiar family. One Thrall had not necessarily chosen, but that he had come to respect. Thrall, son of Duratan, former war chief, had expected to recoil at the familiar scents and mayhem of the Horde city, But he slipped back into its rhythm with surprising ease. In a way, the familiarity of it frightened him. Things had changed, of course. The Horde itself had changed. It had to. No longer could a single war chief rule them all. No. Like a strange family, the Horde had grown, suffered, expanded, retracted, and finally, he thought... They were beginning to find their feet not as different nations united by a single voice, but as a chorus of strong voices raised as one. Wolves grew stronger as a pack in numbers, and there in Gromash Hold, among the Horde Council, he saw many fine wolves at his side.
0: So once again, there was World of Warcraft Shadows Rising, written by Chrissy Golden and narrated by Susie Wakoma, the voice of Princess Talanji, you can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. I would like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, uh, this week's question of the week was, What are your favorite memories from BlizzCon's past? Seraphis, oh boy, says, Crashing the Overwatch League player party with Toasty and crew, Pinching Stone's nipples, meeting Mike Warhunt, all the con before the storms, not waiting in the ridiculous light to get in and watching opening ceremonies poolside with tequila. Disneyland trips with nachos. Playing drinking games with Overwatch League Canada's world coach. Late night Denny's. Guild dinners. Golden Road brewery hangout when you arrive. Viking truck. Dragon eggs, except when they stop serving the tots and switch to fries. That was... Censored. At the first world of podcasts, having someone bring me a plate of bacon from IHOP. Pants liquor. Sneaking up to the second row for food Fighters. I could go on, but I really should get to bed. Oh. Hotel mini parties in the room before going down to the lobby.
2: Because who wants to pay lobby prices for drinks? Jesus.
1: Yeah, that's just... Oh boy. Yeah, heard a, bit. a pop
2: <laughs> was hard on the wallet, I gotta say.
1: Jared RPG says, my friends. Just like that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and i agree dragon red says meeting some guildmates the day before at disney the first time i went stacy's almost non-stop joy over pandaria she still keeps most of her characters there and d4 announcement the countdown to four is how you announce a diablo game not someone treating it like some stereotypical hollywood script sales pitch
2: Frasley says, I enjoyed getting to meet people, sitting on the grass next to Ali and Brandon, sharing a meal from the Viking truck, getting to hug Toasty, getting to be lifted up in the air by Perfect No Bad. WikiBee says, sitting on my deck watching Warlords of Drainer announcement on my laptop, it was my, the first time I got the virtual ticket in my first November in this house, so it was a nice day. Keg Smash says, at the first one when they had ping-pong tables, a climbing wall, and a joust arena.
0: That, that sounds like so much fun. Jelstin? Yeah,
2: that was pre-video, really. Like War, uh, Warcraft Radio tried to do audio and had troubles. That's how that's how the internet was there. So oof. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna say like I, I, kind of reading some of these reminds me like our, our first trip Toasty when you and Glenn and I with uh, with Robert uh, went to. Uh, the, the, beer store, the b- massive beer store that had oh, like all yeah. kinds of liquor. Uh, I, I think you kind of were kind of blown away <laughs> a little bit by that. Um, and, uh, oh, that middle times, that, that was still, that was, that was to be the best way to celebrate the first night in, in Anaheim.
0: Uh, I disagree on that mostly because I was very tired <laughs> And didn't get to enjoy well, it as much?
2: You didn't sleep the night before like you should have.
0: Well, I had to pack.
2: This is why you take the night off, the day before off, you sleep during the day, you pack, or, you know, you just pack ahead of time like a normal person. Dude.
0: That's just, that's, that's silly.
2: No, that's normal. That's normal. People pack ahead of their trip. They don't pack ten minutes before they leave. That's What's what normal ten- people do.
0: It's not ten minutes before I leave.
2: Half an hour, an hour, like two hours. Okay, do you uh, do you know how far ahead I was packed on every BlizzCon? Like
0: three four hours
2: make that days, and then you're closer. Like I was packing the week before, and like oh, I don't need that for the next several days. Goes to the bank.
0: That just like, reeks of effort that I'm not willing to put in.
2: Uh, yes, it reeks of effort of trying to be prepared and organized and not miss anything, like leaving stuff that I've been asked to bring at home.
0: That's never happened.
2: Lies! Lies, good sir! Lies. Huh? You have left you left the arm the wristbands one year, uh, you left food one year that I said that I had you take down. You have left things behind before
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this quote uh from a dear friend of mine I don't know what you're talking about
2: <laughs> fair enough uh Blizzcombe memories are are great and uh yeah uh thank you everybody for sending yours in um Ali I look forward to four or five years down the road when you have four or five years of political memories to see uh what your highlights are
1: after years ago. <laughs> yes, because right now the one year means pretty much everything was my highlight. So,
2: yes, uh, it, it is like, did you get to meet Morheim? No, because he wouldn't have been there, right?
1: No, I, I didn't. So,
2: like, really, like, on my bucket list of people who, who I wanted to meet when I went, like, really the only person left at, at the company is Samwise.
1: <laughs> I really, I really wanted to meet Taryn Gregory, and he was on a combo for the storm panel. So, I was like, oh, maybe. And there was talks of him showing up at our uh, Council of Fall meetup, but he didn't get around to it. And I think I saw him once in the distance, and and I could have, and then I and then I chickened out and didn't. So I regret that, and I would like to meet him sometime.
2: All right. Uh, well, I mean, hopefully, uh, 2021 will bring us two Blizzcons—one online and one in person—if the world gets less crazy by, you know, later in 2021. Um, but we'll have to wait and see what we do, um, what we do for next year's BlizzCon. Maybe, maybe they'll plan for an online BlizzCon 2021. Uh, we'll have to see. So next week's question is, who is your favorite character h- to hate and why? Do I have to say it? Yes. Rathion, because he's evil, like all the other black <laughs> dragons, and he's trying to destroy Azeroth, and trying to corrupt all of our leaders, and he is just mean, and evil, and just should not be trusted.
0: But he helped us against the old gods.
2: I don't care, He gave, he gave he gave you corruption. He corrupted you, you gave into it, he tricked you, and you fell for it.
0: And then the corruption was cleansed, I don't see the problem. I'm not corrupted now, it's fine.
2: I think your doctor would tell you differently, man. I'm seriously saying I think your doctor would tell you differently.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, my favorite character I hate is Garrosh, and I feel like that's going to be a popular answer. He was just... He was so easy to hate. I mean, he had... There was so much potential with Garrosh in terms of, like, being good. <laughs> like, not being what he turned out to be. And... Whether it was just, like, his... Intense pride uh, uh, in in his father's legacy, or or just not wanting to appear weak, he went down a completely wrong path, and he turned out who he he turned out to be who he was. And I don't know. It was it was a lot of fun hating him.
2: I, I don't feel like all villains need a redemption arc. They don't all need to have. Sometimes a, a guy's just evil.
0: Yeah, and th- and that was Garrosh. He was just evil. I mean, he, yes, he ended up being all corrupted and stuff towards the end, but he was he was going bad long before that. So yeah, Garrosh for me. What about you, Ellie? I
1: was thinking Garrosh. I, I have a couple because because when when I was asked this on the stream last night, I couldn't think of anyone. I mean. Definitely Garrosh, but when I'm really sitting here thinking about it, I'm gonna go with Gul'dan. He did some pretty evil things and changed the course of history and did things and... Yeah. Gul'dan. And Gul'dan,
0: Gul'dan's motives like, were just for the want of screwing everybody over, really.
1: Yeah, for his own desire for power. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to hear everybody else's answers. Hopefully, hopefully we get a wide breath. Um, you know, could be for petty reasons that you hate this character, could be for something more meaningful. But either way, I, I want to know which characters you hate.
2: All right, and time for our shoutouts. Uh, Allie, you first.
1: Oh boy, my shoutout is to everyone in America who has already voted. And the ones who are going to vote vote tomorrow. At, at the time of this recording, it's tomorrow, and and vote safely with a mask.
2: Toasty, how about you? Um,
0: I'm gonna, a sh- I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Stone. Um, uh, he kind of inspired a new stream thing for me that I kind of kicked off on. I, I previewed it on Saturday, and I'm I'm already having a lot of fun with it, and I'm looking forward to continuing it. Um, I never did
2: find out who won, who won the game i was watching
0: uh i don't i don't remember which game you were there for
2: uh m b uh versus Sask.
0: A manitoba one
2: when i you know it was like six to two or something
0: yeah it was it was uh not great for saskatchewan there
2: <laughs> good that works
0: I'll just elaborate like I basically created a bunch of hockey teams in NHL 20 and I'm doing like a tournament kind of thing so that's my latest stream project I'm still going to be streaming well on Wednesdays and Thursdays I just I'm expanding I'm expanding a bit for the weekend yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it so yeah Channel Stone for inspiring that idea and also encouraging me to do it
2: enjoy your Canadian hockey league
0: It's Canadian plus one American team. The American team is stacked, though. (laughs) So is the Ontario team.
2: All of America. Yeah. All right. And uh, my shout-out is going to be to Chris Metson. Uh, Good luck in your new venture. Uh, I cannot wait to see what you do with it. And uh, I'm confident in saying that many people in the WoW community are behind you on this. So, Good luck and uh, welcome back from retirement. So before we do wrap up the show here, I do want to talk uh, a little bit what's going to happen in 21 days from today. Uh, We are planning to do a co-stream. So all three of us will be streaming on our own channels and we'll have a link you can use to watch all of us at the same time. And we will be playing Shadowlands together. Uh, I'll be on my paladin, I'm sure Toast will be on his warrior, and I'm sure Allie will be on her priest or her rook, one of the two, I'm not sure. Priest. Alright. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun, we're going to take our first few steps into uh, into Shadowlands together, and as a group, and uh, we look forward to, to enjoying ourselves, and uh, we will play beta, but it'll be our first time in retail. Uh, and we look forward to having you guys uh, join us on that fun ride. Yay! Uh, so we may start that, uh, depending on schedules and, and work and stuff, we may start that a little bit earlier, a little bit late, uh, but we will try and give you a good show. Um, but there will not be a regular show that week, though during our stream we may talk about any news that's happened that week uh, or just pin it for next week. We'll see. But I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I cannot wait to get into Shadowlands, uh, along with these fine folks here. And maybe we'll bring, like, Manny in with us if he wants to join us, or uh, who who knows, anybody else who might want to join us. Uh, we, We have room for five, we'll be happy to bring in some other folks to join us along for the ride. But it should be fun.
0: Yeah, can't wait.
2: Alright, well, I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, I think this is a long enough episode for Toasty this week, so uh, let's get on out of here, and uh, let's do our outro.
0: If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call us at 1785 ata well 5 or 1785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com, and if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsazen. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty stream at twitch.tv slash can. You can find the show over on Twitter at allthingsaz, Medros is at Medros, fandath is at Fandeth, Ali is at Aliandrosk, I'm at toastypostycan, and you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network including quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care,
2: happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more great World of Warcraft. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.